this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to another edition of the Creators Outlet, brought to you by our friends over at the Inked Marketing Team at www.inked.marketing. And they will want us to remind you that Heel Turn the Comic is now live on Kickstarter, where the world of professional wrestling meets Dexter. And welcome to the NSC Roadshow. Game Pass. Hey, we're here. That's just in case shit goes down. Uh, hey, it's Pops already. Speak of the devil. What's up, Pops? So we want to welcome uh, Ben, the writer of Roken, uh, with us. And uh, with any luck, uh, Max Hedstrom will be joining us uh, while we're uh, in the middle of all this, and uh, we'll get to talk to him too, hopefully. And uh, but Ben, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of background about yourself, uh, reading comics, coming into comics, writing, and and all that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I have two great loves uh, in literature, which is fantasy novels and superhero comic books. So those two. All of that kind of subconscious information kind of got blended together 
in, in my mind. And uh, that was kind of the origins of the story and the character behind Rokan, sort of a combination of like the superhero action from comic books with kind of like the, the landscape and um, motifs that exist in fantasy literature. Cool. Now, uh, how did you uh, come together with Max? So I got together with Max because I, I started writing a novel. I wanted this originally to be a fantasy novel, but then as the, the character in the novel started to develop more, I realized that uh, he would make a lot more sense uh, in a comic book format because he was starting to get uh, powers and abilities and weapons that would be really cool to draw and to, to see visually. So that was when I came up with the idea to convert the story into a comic book format instead of just releasing it as a novel. I think that would be a lot more appropriate for the character. And that was when I started looking for uh, an artist. And that's how I found Max. And that's how you found me. For fuck's sake. See, we planned that, Will. <laughs> I told him not to come in until right when I cued that. So. <laughs> Sorry I'm late, fellas. Wait, wait till I'm talking about you and, and then pop in. Okay. So, yeah, that, that, worked, that worked out just right. <laughs> totally on purpose. Totally on purpose. So uh, the legend of Max uh, has exceeded expectations on this book. Yeah. And I think and, the legend of Max began on this book as well. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it spread its wings over to uh, Tailless with Aria Black. And uh... well, I think Max has been kind of secretly and shyly developing these, these phenomenal skills. Uh, and not a lot of people knew about him. And now that we're making this book together, a lot of people do. And uh, he's way more experienced than most people realize, you know, and that's that's evident in his work. Oh, yeah. You, you used to be the you used to be the best kept secret in CG. And and now, man, I think the secret's getting out. <laughs> it's, like, it's like everybody gets you on their lips now. Yeah, it's they're odd, all, isn't it? They're all, yeah, they're I, all talking about you, you know, I, in one, from one form or another, you know? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Um, I feel like I'm getting a lot better now as well, because when, when you start doing, um, obviously, when you're doing sequentials, like full throttle, your skill set shoots up, because that's what you're doing, like, all the time. Whereas before, it was, like, just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I would have considered myself a fine artist at one point until I found the comic thing. And then it was like, ah, oh, just all clicked, you know. Well, now yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very appreciative that people like my work. That's what you oh, want in it. it. It's great. Uh, and every, everybody loves that piece you did for Aria. Uh, you know, but who doesn't like a sexy bitch with three tits? I, I know. I wish, I wish <laughs> I could get, I didn't use the paper that I should have used and the colors don't pop as much as they should. And it pisses me off when every time I see it. So I need to uh, feel like, one day I'm going to have another stab at that. One day you're going to get the original piece back and redo it. Yeah, <laughs> I've still got it. Still got the original. Oh, do you? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to redo it. Yeah, because Quite. every 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 artist. Hey, relax. Every artist and guitarist is like that. 
Yeah. They're never happy. They're never happy with the finished product. And I remember, you know, work doing studio work and, you know, the guitarist was never happy with, with like his first track and like, you know, 32 weeks later, uh, he decides, well, you know, that first one was pretty good. Let's go with that one. Yeah. Your, your general standard for personal quality goes up with every, everything you do, doesn't it? So yeah. When you, when you're creating it, you're like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever done. And then once you finished it, you look back and everything before and go, oh, that was, that was crap. And then it wears off with the lightest piece <laughs> and you feel like you've got nothing. Uh, but you know, it's just, it's just the way some, some creatives are, I suppose. If anything, it, um, apart from being miserable, it is a good way of improving your work. If you can't, even if you can't see it as much as everybody else, but it's yeah. for everybody else, isn't it really? It's yeah. That, it's not for you. Don't worry about it. Man. The creative process is for me. Yeah. The end result is for everyone else because mm -hmm. I'm usually not like it anyway. And, you know, I've seen that over and over again, uh, not just since I've been doing this show, but I mean, I've been I've been reading and collecting comics since I was like four or five years old. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and but like even in like uh the last big indie surge back in like the 80s uh we'd see it with uh you know books from bill Wilmingham, his original uh elemental series and uh the the original creator be behind uh the uh xenozoic tales aka cadillacs and dinosaurs from like the first you know from from his art and it was really good in like the first issue that he came out with but like two or three issues later it was like a completely different person doing the art right in a good way or a bad way yeah he, he had just he had just come so so far he was you know it was it was like going from uh you know nine-year-old me uh with a box of crayons to uh my daughter with her ipad doing Right, like, like anime art. Is that because when you do sequential art, you're doing the same characters and the same settings over and over again, so you get really good at drawing those things? Uh, essentially, yeah. So, like, if 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 you're a fine artist, you could do like several pieces, and you'll either, I mean, everyone's different, of course, but you usually find some kind of format, aesthetical format, and tend to stick to it. You'll either be painting. The same sorts of things over and over again, or you'll be painting um, mm. uh, things that are in the same theme. But with comics, it's all about it's it's about figure drawing, really, and it figure right. environment. So you just get used to rotating the figure, and then putting your own spin on that figure because it's all it's all really it's the same. It's just different. So really, you're drawing consistently the same thing, and I think that's why um, uh, aesthetic matters a lot to to a lot of sequential artists because it's the it's the thing that gives you the the oomph and the style it is with me anyway like I, mm. my stuff's suited to fantasy more than anything else i think i'd love to do a cyberpunk book but i need to work on my uh, machinery but it's still a lot of visualizing the camera angles in your head with the action going on that you want to see going on on the page absolutely whether it's just uh you know, a conversation between characters 
or if it's if it's an action sequence, it's even more intense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, go on. Because it's like more repetitions, right? Because a fine artist will do make one painting of whatever he does, and it'll take him a long time. But then a comic book writer has to do several drawings per issue. Well, not more than several, actually. Yeah, yeah, you've got it. Well, you have to stick to uh, the design as well, don't you? So you've got to have that design consistently in your head. Yeah. And then uh, relate that to the writing book. But yeah, yeah, you find that a lot. I think it's important to like identify your weaknesses as well. Otherwise, you know, you won't improve. You'll you'll keep it in the same stumbling blocks. That usually means picking something that you don't like doing and then just drawing it over and over again until you've cracked it, which is a drudge, man. But it's like, it's what you got to do. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's like, you know, the worst thing I can imagine having to do on a daily basis is talk to uh, draw penises. <laughs> no, I've got a I've got a great reference for that. Uh, <laughs> is to uh, is to talk to my daughter's mother every day. Uh, she'll like it's like we haven't been together in like thirteen years, and and now she thinks. Because we're being amicable, that she can just call me when she needs somebody to talk to, or, and I'm like, I'm not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're not dying with a will. If it were for our daughter, I wouldn't even talk to you at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so, you know, I knew she wouldn't like. She, she won't go pick up anything for anybody unless it benefits her. So I uh, I told her, I go, well, on your way here, why don't you pick up Taco Bell for, I said, my daughter and I. And she's like, well, the closest one to my house is 40 minutes in the other direction. I go, there's one right up the street from me. That's 10 whole minutes past my house. Keep in mind, she's been driving an hour and a half to go hang out at a water park for the last two days. You can't hear? Can you hear me? I can hear you, Will. Okay. Max, I think you I think you muted your microphone, that's all. There yeah, you go. He's, he's, now he's got some background noise. Yeah. Oh, I think that's mine. Let me take care of that. Is that like, someone having a shower? Uh-oh, peoples. No, it's it's my roommate having a, a a party in the in the kitchen. I'm gonna go see what what that's going. What that's. It. Now we have to take out the the ancient Sumerian weapons and cut the table in half. And send them <laughs> yeah, he has issues sometimes. Yeah, man, but I'm I'm glad you like the uh, the look of the book so far. Hopefully, we're gonna get it out sooner rather than later. Hopefully, I the um. Painting the pages takes a little while. Oh, yeah. Uh, a fully painted book. I'm like, I mean, your art is just gorgeous, man. It's just like, it's next level in, in intensity <laughs> as far as comic book work goes. Yeah, we. I'll, I'll just have, um, like, because obviously if we keep, if we're able to keep doing all the issues to the end, like, I just envision, like, this big book. A big full painted book. I'll be, uh, I'll be happy with that. I'll be proud of it. Oh, my, yeah. my sort of 
it just aesthetic answer to slain i suppose i mean yeah. i've i've bought books like off the shelf you know years years past mm. that i've you know picked it up i'm like oh what's this and usually my friend that owns the comic shop will give me a little bit you, you know he obviously hasn't read it yet but he'll give me like a little bit of background on the book he just remembers what every write-up for every book that he ever ordered was oh really and he's read most of them uh i go why do you remember all that re information he's like he goes because it lets me push out useless stuff that my wife keeps telling me out of my head <laughs> so i'm like okay <laughs> but i've i've seen and i still have somewhere in my uh 150 boxes of comics here uh some uh some pretty beautifully painted uh books over the years some of the stuff uh some of like the early uh bill sinkevich stuff and he, he's amazing isn't he yeah i get to i got to meet him uh well kind of meet him uh about like a good like 15 years ago 15 20 years ago at uh at a comic-con in boston yeah but his handler was acting like you know he was like the king of england and you know you weren't allowed to speak to him directly unless really? unless you had about a thousand dollars to buy an original page oh man like i i love uh Sienkiewicz's work like i love watching him work as well he's like mm -hmm. he's incredible like the guy the more i learn about the guy i'm like the, the, the less i'm impressed but his skill with the with the artworks just incredible what was the one he did uh, something toasters um oh god do you know what i mean yeah i know which one you're talking about i just yeah, can't i can't remember that that's I amazing i can't recall the, it's just, the name. just another level stuff and like the way he does it like I, even i can't figure out what he's doing he just it just appears on the page Sorry, who are we talking about? I, I had to chase down my roommate in his boombox walking around the house. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill Sinkevich. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's another level, man. Nice one, Doris. Come and check it out. Check it out. Yeah, um, I, think, I think we're poised, poised to... Uh, to make a series that's as extensive and and as beautiful as as a slain honestly like um i wanna uh, uh i was torn between like being really meticulous about deadlines to to get issues out to have this as an ongoing series and on the other hand giving the art the time that it needs to uh to be created. And um, I've decided that with an artist like Max, the art takes as long as it takes because it's it's really special and it's really different. And I have other ideas for other books. So if, if I wanna have like a, a really consistent output every month or every two months, I can do that with other books that I write. But but since Rokan, Rokan is my first comic book and I think it's always gonna be the best one so uh, the art for Rokan is, is so unique and so special that um, I'm not rushing it. For sure. And the the, the just, end product uh, con is, contributed is, to the, uh, the Indiegogo. Oh, thanks a lot. The end product is going to be worth as long as it takes. 
because it's sure. really yeah. special. Yeah, this is uh, to me. This seems like something out of like the nineteen eighties issues of heavy metal, where, yeah. where where you could actually go in and order a like a special graphic novel of one set of creators, like the the actual story, instead of buying like the multiple issues, you could buy like like a big like oversized graphic novel of that complete story at the you know at the end of that series run yeah that's what we're uh, that's what we're going to go for i think uh, a nice big um fully painted fantasy epic i think it will be uh, i think it will look quality oh for sure yeah i kind of envision like releasing it in in chunks like graphic novel chunks even doing even doing hard covers of that i think people will would really go for that oh i love hard covers they they display nicer because depending on uh what you use for the for the for the cover you know what what grade of of stock cover you use depends on you know if if the corner starts like curling back a little bit or if the you know the page comes up a little bit and i like i like the hard covers because they they all stay together they present nice and and hey you know they're usually ideal for home defense for sure especially if it's an omnibus <laughs> yeah i I, 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 can throw, I can throw one of those mothers right across the room and hit somebody right in the head no i would never well they're bringing it into my house yeah, but but you see, but that's the goods that you need to defend from the home invaders. Mm -hmm. You don't. You don't. You oh, gotta. No, no. Got... I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw a Rokan omnibus. Okay. Uh, but a Bilson Kevin. I, I, I've got a. <laughs> I've got a Marvel omnibus next to my. Next to my club. Oh station. yeah, that'll do. And hey, I, I only paid twenty. It, it's a story that I happen to like. It's the. Uh, which one? There are some Marvel stories I like. Um. Oh God! It just it just went to the back of my mind. Like poof, we're talking Rokan. Uh, it's where they bring that alternate universe with the uh, with Sugar Man and like uh, Legion. It's part of the Legion quest. There was like four issues of Legion quest that led into like this big 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 story and i can't remember it and damn it okay back to broken because <laughs> it, it doesn't matter i saw it and i i have all the original issues but i saw the omnibus in uh in like facebook marketplace and the guy wasn't far from me and he was only asking twenty dollars for it and i looked huh. online and the cheapest you can you could buy it online at that time was like on ebay was like 200 bucks when did did you did you see the TV show about Legion? Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw the first series. As someone that's well versed in 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 that whole lore and and all of those books, Will was that a good series or uh, not? I thought they did a good job on season one, and then after that, it was like, oh man, they went from like somebody that was directing it smoking weed to uh somebody that was dropping way too many hits fast i thought the story was well structured and it made sense it was kind of like they did a lot of like foreshadowing and payoff that works really well 
but I wasn't too crazy about a lot of the characters. I, I'm not hugely familiar with like X-Men offshoots like Legion. I, I haven't read a whole lot of those, but like some of the characters just seem weird. And I'm noticing like a trend. Will Max, tell me if, if I'm right or wrong. I'm noticing a trend in like live action superhero shows where the characters are like not designed or meant to be good fighters, but just have some other weird shit or gimmick that's not related to being a good fighter, which I find totally boring. <laughs> like yeah, so, so instead of using good characters, it's like when you buy an album and play the beat yeah, first. That's that's a good that's, way to put it, Will. That's what it is. And that's what James Gunn did with uh, the Suicide Squad movie. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's a trend. Who the hell would use the polka dot man? Like they're I, I choosing – like there's a lot – sorry to interrupt you. There's so many God. characters – from original source material that they can draw from. And it's almost like they're deliberately choosing the least badass ones they can find. I think in the case of James Gunn, like he does, he has a certain style where he plays on those shitty heroes of comedy value, doesn't he? Mm. Have you ever seen Super? No, I haven't seen that. That's a James Gunn film about a guy that basically tries to become a real Batman, but he's a, he's a nutcase. He's an absolute like nutter. Things don't, don't work out very well in the end like people die seriously but he's like a shit batman but he manages to make um like a sort of black comedy semi-serious film out of it you know that sounds like a lot of fun yeah it was um it's uh, it was before guardians of the galaxy um uh, and it's a lot rawer than that and i'll tell you it's got in it it's got uh oh man what's it Elliot, it's Elliot Page now, isn't it? It was Ellie Page before. Oh, Elliot. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was when <laughs> Elliot. It was when, when Elliot, Elliot Page was a woman. Yeah, when Elliot Page <clears throat> was a girl. Yeah, yeah, she's quite good, isn't it? He used to be. He used to be quite pretty, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a girl next door, like. Well, if yeah. You wanna, check if you uh, check it out. It's a good film. You want my date him, Ben? You know, we're not going to stop you. <laughs> no, I wouldn't date him now. He's cut his tits off. I don't like. Guys that have cut their tits on. Um, Good, I'll keep mine then. Uh, cool. <laughs> gives you a better chance with me. Oh, good. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I think in his case, it, it, he's always kind of looking for those shitty characters because I think it works for his style. Because Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't... Star-Lord's kind of shit, isn't he? He doesn't really do anything. No, yeah. I, like, I kind of like Star-Lord. I like I like Star Lord. Uh, what it was is like all the people that are you know their bible for uh, Marvel characters is the MCU, mm. and it's like this isn't what was there. Like Gamora was there, nothing like Gamora in right. In yeah. yeah, it's like, and then you know I'll show somebody. Uh, you know, an actual original comic of the yeah, they're they're way different, and not a lot of people have read Guardians of the Ga uh, the Galaxy comic books, but the characters are way way different. Most of them, I like the movie version of Star Lord. My see, um, I forget the actor's name at the moment, but I the way I see that character is like the representation of a human in outer space, kind of sure. as like the everyman, you know. Yeah. So you can watch this movie with these funny characters funny aliens and superheroes and in the, and you put yourself kind of in, in star Lord's place, 
you know. Yeah, sure, but that's what I meant by shit. Like in comparison, he's surrounded by these people with powers and stuff, and he's just yeah. a dude. That's what I mean. He's just yeah, but he, he's, he's got the best music though because Earth. Yeah, music and he's and he's funny. He's is uh, yeah. Indiana Jones type, isn't he? Exactly. Yeah, he makes it so work. I think it makes sense for him to be like less powerful than than the other ones because like he's the he's the human along for this crazy ride. You know, for he's sure. like the everyman. Mm, but um, yeah. but I mean that wasn't Drax. And God, can can we stop getting wrestlers to play the muscle heads in these movies? I dude, I agree with you. Like I'm not a I'm not a wrestling fan. Uh, I know a lot of people are. I'm not a wrestling fan, so like I don't care about Dwayne Johnson or what's this guy's name? Something Batista. Like I'm not a fan of these guys. Yeah. They're Dave Batista. They're not good actors. They're not interesting people. You know I what like I mean? I'm fine in the wrestling medium because none of that crap's be- believable. But it's something that can entertain you for like you know a half hour or so. Uh, you know, if for nothing yeah. else, while you're work. Waiting for the pretty girls to come on and be like, like Drax should have been my favorite character because I I like the concept. I think it's really funny, and the script was really well mm-hmm. uh, written for his lines and the jokes about him not understanding sarcasm. But Batista just takes me out of it a little bit because I just don't believe him. You know, it's it's just like you couldn't get a more punch drunk muscle. Exactly, man. and it's like yeah, that's kind of Drax's character. But I think even when you read like Drax's like first appearance, uh, you know, there's a lot more to that character than you know a couple. Of then I'm models. just a, then I'm just a musclehead. Yeah, uh, yeah. He is a, he's a you know a, a very subtle and nuanced character actually, and I don't I just don't think Batista communicated very much of him. No. I've not read the uh, original comics. I knew of them, but I'm not. I'm not hugely familiar either. I'm not going to pretend I'm a Guardians of the Galaxy expert. But, but I mean, Dra- Drax is a cool character, and Dave Batista isn't very interesting. What were you <laughs> saying? Well, isn't a cool character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like. I don't. I never had like Drax's first appearance because it's a major key, and mm. it was. It was either I could save up and I could buy that. Or I could buy like these thirty other comics over here, so I would I would always tend to you know get more for my money to uh, you know just enjoy reading. But I I did I did collect the uh, when they brought when they brought them back and gave them their own book uh, like in the early nineties. I did collect, see. I did collect that whole run. If and I were smart, if I were smart, I would have bought a bunch of Guardians of the Galaxy comic books as soon as I heard that they were going to make a movie because I, I'm i sure a lot of comic book readers picked up old Guardians of the Galaxy issues for the first time ever just as a result of seeing that movie. Yeah, well, the problem was is he wasn't making it out of out of Guardians. So what, what got popular and... I, I hate the speculator market because as soon as they hear a character is going to appear in anything connected to Disney and Marvel, that for that first and second appearance shoot up through the roof ridiculously. Like uh, Avengers, I think it either three or four is the it's the first appearance of Kang, uh, and even uh, a friend of mine that I do the OK Boomer podcast with. 
he was in a shop. Now he's got one, and it's a near mint issue, except for like a lip, a small tear uh, on the bottom of the front cover that he got like out of a. Uh, he bought it like like ten years ago out of like an antique store. You know how antique stores will get like yeah. collections in. Yeah, they have them around more. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. bought that, he bought that book for two bucks. That's amazing. Uh, and even like a low grade copy of that now is like around three grand. Speaking oh. of Kang, did did you guys see the uh, the Loki finale? No, I've watched the first episode, but you can ruin it for me. I don't give a shit. I I know, I know about it. I know about ah. it. He's he's one of the he's one of the timekeepers. Kang, Kang is like the big bad of the series, but he's only revealed in the last episode mm-hmm. of the season. Is he Kang. CG or is he played by somebody? No, he's played by somebody. I'm not familiar with the actor. Uh, he did a really good job, though. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll probably give it a watch then because he's kind of he's kind of. I think it's pretty cool. He's kind of camp looking, isn't it? It's funny looking. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, no, they did a really good job of of converting the the costume so that it's like they have done with a lot of the recent characters. In fact, where yeah, the, the, I think if they if they just go for it, they usually yeah it, they it do works. a good job. Yeah, yeah. like the uh, Doctor Strange costume looks awesome on screen. Oh yeah, yeah. You wouldn't think that, would you? Right. It's it's a hard thing to pull off because it's so over the top in the book. So. That's hard because, like Spider-Man, most Spider-Man costumes don't look good, in my opinion, in live action. Even though it's not that complicated of a of a costume, really. Yeah. But there's just right. something about real life physics versus comic book physics well, where it just doesn't uh, look the same. For the Spider-Man costume to look good on you, you have to be uh, uh, malnourished. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, you've got to be. Spandex is a right, not a privilege. <laughs> well, you have to be spindly and look like a spider and sinewy, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. But apparently, Victoria's Secret doesn't believe in that. That's why uh, <laughs> none of them will be spider man. Uh, no, but uh, Victoria's Secrets will not have any of their angel uh, like supermodels anymore. It's all going to be because their their wings won't work, man. <laughs> Well, they won't work on the new ones either because them are like six hundred pounds. That's what I'm saying. You like little. The yeah, that's what reminds me. Seen the books live, and then that there's that big fat caterpillar all the way. Oh through. yeah! And at the end, he comes out of his chrysalis, and he's still a big fat caterpillar with tiny little. <laughs> I am a cute little bumblebee. That's what they've exactly, done. Exactly. That's exactly what they've done. Yeah. Oof. Somebody being like. They're fat shaming. Bad news, man. It's it's like fuck you. I'm fat. I'm not ashamed. Right, says, like, you should get in shape. I go. Well, you know, rounds of shape. What do you want from me? It's just standards of beauty, isn't it? If you're advertising like pants, like underpants, then you we want to have someone with a good body. You don't want me standing there and Calvin Klein. Like who the fuck is this bald guy? You want like a proper attractive dude? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and and. Good Lord, Victoria's Secrets is about to turn into Shallow Hal, the movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah where, he, where he picked I mean, up the girl's undies though, and they were like, just slide across with the band. They have to have people working for them that understand, like, market um, 
speculation and and things and and can anticipate that this is going to yeah. hurt them financially. They don't this is care. this is what's mystifying care. to me. It's it's more important for them to come out as woke than it is for for them to make money because they they they're getting uh they're getting a guaranteed of something on the backside. The same way that like over here that well, what uh, do you mean they're getting a guaranteed what what, they're, what getting, they're they're like all the money they're gonna lose for coming out woke on the backside where nobody sees they're gonna like the same the same thing happens with uh like with all the peaceful riots over here mm. and all the all the targets that get vandalized and emptied out and the cops don't lift a finger to stop them uh it's because uh target has has a deal where their insurance pays for so much and then a government subsidy is going to reimburse them for not mm. doing anything so they can get their agenda across so everybody's kind of in on it and then the taxpayer foots the bill yeah nice nice Doris, and, what and, what movie did you hate? She said she hated oh, that movie. Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal. <laughs> Why, mate? Don't like a bit of Jack Black. Mm -hmm. I love Jack. Fair dues. I don't mind a bit of Jack Black. He's funny. I think the Pick of Destiny was underrated. You think it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that film. I like Rock, man. I, I, I did you see that one uh, where he was like the Mexican wrestler? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre. I didn't like that movie. No, I, that was... Uh, I feel like they couldn't figure out what tone they were going for. Yeah, for sure. I, I like... Fat I shaming is never cool. Did well, I fuck shame in Shallow Hell? I've not seen Shallow Hell. It's, it's... Yeah. Nobody... Well, that's, that's what it was about. Uh, Hell was so shallow. Uh, basically, it would have to be like, you know... A beautiful young supermodel to go out with him, right? Or right. Wasn't I saw, I so see. they they cast a spell on him, so uh, you know. So he, he sees uh, her as attractive. Her inner beauty. He sees her inner beauty, and right. and nobody right. realizes, and that you know she's. But the see the thing is, if if my inner beauty showed up, like showed out, I wouldn't <laughs> be bald. I'd have a full head of hair, and I'd be way more muscular. The thing is, you know like, I, mean? I do know what you mean. And I agree that no one should feel ashamed of themselves. No, no one should feel ashamed of themselves and no one should make people feel ashamed. But I do think it's good to try and be as healthy as you can. Yeah, sure. That's all. Yeah, That's yeah. all I think. And I don't, I don't go for any of the, you know, the, you know, the, the fat shaming, slut shaming, all that stuff. It's like. Uh, I go no. You try to be nice to everybody, but if if somebody is a certain way and they're using the new narrative to justify doing whatever they want to do, so, yeah, I agree with you, Will. Because like a lot of people, you, you know, use that thing as just an excuse to uh, not have a healthy lifestyle, which is just not good for you. Yeah. Uh, Doris, uh, two years ago, I was 600 pounds. Fair play, mate. Today, well I, am, I, like. today I am 376. I think what we need to do is, is, is 
not fat shame, but skinny and courage or fit and courage, rather. Yeah, you healthy know? and courage. Healthy yeah. and courage. Yeah. yeah. Like, my, I, like when I, I haven't saying, exercised. All I did was all I did was massively change my diet. But that's hard. It's like it's not an easy thing to do. Like if, if you just go, if you like, like want to get in like super good shape, like going to the gym is the easy bit, man. It just hurts for an hour. But like the hard bit is changing your routine of like what you eat. It's underrated. You yeah. get people in great shape through uh, healthy eating. But you can't mm-hmm. get them into great shape if they're if they're exercising at the gym every day, but they're eating shit. It seems like an easy thing, like, oh, just eat right. But it's not. It's, it's really complicated because really, there's like really hard. like physiological like addiction that you have yeah. with foods that you're used to eating. On the one hand, it's yeah. it's time to prepare new things that you don't know how to prepare and learn yeah. how to prepare them. There's a lot of dimensions that go into it. It's a very difficult feat to change it is, diet. It is, but you, well, it's not just you get that, into routine, man. It's a lot of money to eat healthy because if you, if you notice all the garbage foods – that's true. It's, it's more expensive to eat healthy. Yeah. yeah. It, um, over here, it's about the same. Okay. But it's it's just about. Um, See, in the states, happen? we have so much oh, uh, fast uh, food that is appallingly affordable mm-hmm. and very good tasting. Yeah, that's know, that's yeah. the problem in the states. Yeah, over over here, our fast food is shit. So mm. uh, it's. <laughs> It's I think the to... only place that's got good fast food is Japan. Hmm. Like, I don't know, man. I think America's got pretty tasty fast fast food. It's just terrible for you. Oh, it's garbage food. There's like no meat in the meat. It's you know, uh, I I saw. Well, do you it, mean that it, it? Do you mean you don't like the way it tastes well, or do you mean it's bad for you? It's bad for you. Like I saw, right, yeah, yeah. I saw a documentary fast food. of of the stuff that McDonald's passes off as meat. It's the chafe stuff uh, from the butchers that is so bad for you and so actually not meat that they won't even put it in dog foods. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. There is is a good uh, clip for you to look up on you. This this is how, uh, how how addicted you get to to that sort of stuff. You don't even know. Do you know Jamie Oliver? Do you know who Jamie Oliver is? Yeah. 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 He's, uh, he's, he went through um, this thing in Britain, God, it must be about 10 years ago, and it was about healthy eating in schools, right? We have like school lunches over here that are served by the school, and at the time they weren't, they were like chicken nuggets, you know, basically fast food. It was, wasn't particularly good for you. So he was trying to promote healthy eating and more vegetables and salads. So he gets all the kids together in, in this room, and he goes, I'm going to show you how they make chicken nuggets, right? And after this, you won't want anymore. So he, got, he basically got all the sinew and bone and all the shit parts of the chicken that's like gross and gristle, and you throw them in a blender, and the, it blends it up into a paste, and then they pack it together, put breadcrumbs on it, and and uh, and fry it, right? And it's gross. And at the end of it, once they'd seen it, even after all the kids are all going, oh, you went, right, put your hands up now if you would still have a chicken nugget. And they all, they all put their hands up. Yeah, didn't <laughs> give not, a shit. I'm not surprised, man. There's there's something about fast food preparation that's that's really addicting. Like I I, I was watching something recently how they were explaining like the I forget the terminology, sorry, but like this like fatty, salty kind mm-hmm. of flavor that's really satisfying, and like these fast foods are like specifically designed to like hyper stimulate that part of your brain yeah. or whatever. 
And yeah, exactly. So it's really satisfying, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it hits it all is, the right receptors, and the right. trick is to keep that, keep your insulin from spiking in the day. If you can keep it like that throughout the day, by not having too high quantities of sugar or or, or salt, then you um you have no cravings. Then and it's easier. As soon yeah. as you go over that line, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's, I, it's, I it's know tricky. that all too well. I'm taking two tricky. diabetic now, so. And I'm sure Roken has a very high protein diet. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> he he's fit as hell. Yeah. Yeah, Rokan Rokan eats blue lizards almost exclusively. Oh. I actually avoid MCD unless there's an option. Yeah, yeah, you have to. And and the only way to break <laughs> out of it is to just fast from it for a good while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, that you. I, I love I love Chick Fil A. Uh, I will not go and spend money there because I have I have food here and the the program on because of the because of the coof they yeah, set me they set me up with like yeah, you are. know pre prepared like small meals and they're all frozen and I just take them out throw them in the microwave and go. My, my girlfriend has an air fryer which is surprisingly good yeah at first i thought well well, how is it going to taste good if it's not made with like oils that are awful but it actually does so that that like i know i sound like 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 uh like your mom being like well i'll just make your own fries at home you know and then the fries at home like the name they're like shit fries but like but honestly that you can do things with that with that machine where it's less you know not using oil and it's still yeah my my mate's got one of them in a it, 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 it's good. It is really good. Oh, it, like, I don't eat. I don't eat because it, it, it it's not quite like that over here. Like I don't eat a lot of fast food. So when I do eat fast food, I, I deliberately pick the worst one for me. So I'll go out my way to have like something yeah, like disgustingly once, greasy. Once a month, it's, it's good for you. I to do have too. Them. Yeah. You know, having having awful cheat day. I yeah. do too. Like like I'll have a day where I eat a large pizza by myself. Uh, but you, you have to do it very occasionally. Like you yeah. can't do that often. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sometimes every, every couple of months when my daughter's over, I'll I'll order I'll Depends order, how good I'll you order, are I'll order, I'll order Domino's. The problem is is I'll order a Domino's pizza and then I'll order the the cheesy the cheesy bread uh and it's healthy cheesy bread. There's spinach ah, in it. There's healthy. spinach and feta cheese in it. So, but it's still, you know, eating like you know, thirty pounds of dough. Yeah. yeah. If so, I'm coming off a fast, I can eat one of those on my own. Easy. Yeah. Oh mate, I could. I I could. I when used I was to, in my twenties, the shit I used to be able to put put away, I could eat like me and my missus used to order. Um, 35 quids worth of Chinese, and I'd eat the lot. <laughs> yeah, that is oh. a, like, a massive amount. And my gut would be like this. Like, afterwards, you feel like you're dying, but oh, yeah, it's kind of a good, it's an I'd enjoyable have to feeling an, I'd have too. To take a nap afterwards, in a way, it's a weird thing because you feel sick, but you're also kind of high, yeah, you know, all, all the MSGs and the uh, yeah. Yeah, you know about it as well, buddy, mate. <laughs> the next oh, day, yeah. you just feel like a horrible. Like, it, was, it was even bastard. worse because I used to like the, I used to love the hell out of the General Tso's chicken and the oh, fried yeah. rice and the egg rolls and the steamed broccoli and everything. And I found a Chinese restaurant by my house because I used to live in the in the woods in the middle of nowhere, and they would deliver, but they had a minimum to deliver. 
So I wouldn't just order one meal. I would order two. And every time I would order two, I'd be like, I'm going to put this in the in the fridge and I, I'll have something to eat when I come home from the club. But no, because I was too lazy to walk downstairs and put it in the fridge. So I would sit there. I'd drink four cans of Coke and have two full Chinese meals. And then yeah. I'd have to take a nap before work. Yeah, I'll bet. I'd hibernate after that. I can't. I can't completely kick junk food, but I don't eat it frequently. But yeah. once in a while, I'll allow myself that, you know, but but the, like, but the soda, eat, man, you got to take eat. the soda out of your diet. Oh, yeah. I can eat. I can eat. Empty uh, calories, man. Yeah. I, I can eat plain popcorn, like no salt, no butter. Right. I can have a couple of handfuls of that, you know, as a snack if I'm feeling like a little low. I... I prefer to eat like uh, like a mandarin orange or a banana or something instead. But man, like I I have to like revert revert back to like basics of just having. I could just put myself in a mindset where I'll just eat like just veg and, and like meat with nothing on it because Katie, my wife, she she when we're eating healthy, she'll be like, "Oh, I've made you like these wraps, but instead of using wraps, I've used like a lettuce leaf, and that's worse." That is because it's it's so disappointing when you bite into it and it's. I agree. Yeah. You know what I mean. I agree. Yeah. It, it's like just blowing smoke over it or something and going, "Well, that's your right. nah, man." I'll just. I might as well just. Go I agree. Clean. All the healthy alternatives for junk food, they're I've shit. never. I, they're shit. I don't like them. But yeah. like, but I can stick to like a really restricted diet for a good while. Yeah, like if yeah. I'm trying yeah. to lose weight or something, it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just I turn mean, it off. Until yeah. until I had uh, until I had the pre uh, pre prepped meals, um, I would have, and I still this this is my breakfast every day: uh, two fried eggs, two sausage links, two pieces of toast, three cups of coffee. I I will drink about two pots of coffee in a day. Uh, Damn, do you sleep all right? Yeah, I'd be like look, that. Look, I could have a sixty four ounce coffee right now. Sit back in my recliner, and I pass out and wake up like three or four hours later. Really? But do you have like a cutoff? Like I can't drink coffee past four p.m. or I won't sleep. Yeah, I'm the same. No, <laughs> no, nope. Man, I envy I'll, you. I'll, I'll have I'll, like tonight. I'll have a cup of coffee before you know when I'm getting ready to start the stream. I'll have a cup of coffee. That's what I'll be drinking. I'm just drinking water now. Might have something to do with that wine. Yeah. Uh, but uh. I'll have come, it, and it won't affect me. Coffee doesn't make me stay awake. I wish it would, because no, then it would serve. Then it would serve a purpose outside of the fact that. Uh, I so you grown, just drink it because you like the taste. Uh, yeah, and because uh, if I drank alcohol like I drink coffee now, uh, I'd be going back ten years and consuming nothing but empty calories and uh, be broker. Oh, did you, did you substitute the alcohol with with uh, with coffee? Well, I always drank coffee before. Uh, now you just drink more. Now I just drink a lot more. <laughs> See, I'm living in a rented room. I have no refrigeration and limited space. I'm living off soda, chips, granola bars, pop tots, microwave bowls of Velveeta sheets, and cheese mixed with packs of tuna. Which is the staple diet of any athlete. Don't worry about it. You probably need well, a bit more RJ, sugar in your diet. It's been nice knowing you. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be at your funeral. That, that is a bachelor lifestyle, if I've ever seen it. Yeah, 
The only thing missing from there was uh, the noodles, mm. the 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 pack the pack of like spicy noodles. Yeah, RJ's older than me. But are you married, RJ? Because if you're not, then you're still a bachelor and you can do what you want. Uh, Doris has got it. Caffeine helps with the uh, ramen. Appetite suppression. See, I used to use nicotine for appetite suppression, but that's that's not a good solution because that's bad for you in other ways. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have a case of ramen too. Yeah, that'll just kill you. You'll be skinny, but then you'll just die. So that's not worth it. Oh, RJ's (laughs) divorced. So. This, this is a celebratory dinner after. That still counts, and, and RJ. Yeah. If you, if, you, counts. if you ever got married once, you are married. Oh, really? So then I guess I'm not a bachelor either. <laughs> yeah. Yum. Well, it affects you forever, doesn't it? Does it? Well, See, I'm is... really good at repressing my emotions, so I just don't feel anything. Buddy, get out of the camera. <laughs> Hello, buddy. Oh, I think that's his first appearance it on is, a stream. Yeah. That's his dinner. What's <laughs> Can you tell which which wine mm. means he's hungry and which wine means he's scared yeah, yeah. and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right now he's wagging his tail. He just he's either he wants his I want he's a, he's either asleep or hungry. There's no in between. Well, welcome <laughs> to my world. Uh, well, that's not bad. Some dogs have horny in there in the mix. Yeah, it's Bassett Irons for you, mate. He sleeps like sixteen hours a day. That's what that's what Pops is going through. He's got two huskies, and uh, the male is locked downstairs in the basement with Pops because the female is upstairs in heat. Oh, uh, right. And he just, you know, he can't, smash. It's you know, and the male's just crying, and huskies talk. So it's, yeah. it's weird. So they're, and I'm like, oh, no yeah, worry, Rocky, yeah. Rocky you can I make feel him, your pain. You can teach him to say, I love you, and stuff like that, right? <laughs> yeah. I've seen it in videos. It's hilarious. And I go, man, I'd like to have a husky. And then I saw the video. Of they the, shed, man. They of, shed a yeah, lot. Of, of the girl, like, brushing, and there's, like, a pile, like, this high. Of fur from like one brushing. Oh no, I don't want those. Especially if you live in in the United States where there's seasons, because then because I, I used to have a, a Marama sheepdog when I lived in the states, and during winter it was fine, but then during summer she would shed all over the place. You couldn't pick it up as fast as she was dropping it. Yeah. So, anyways, Rokon, what kind of if what kind of dog would Rokon be? What <laughs> an alien one? I think he'd be a Rottweiler. Uh, what do you think, Max? Yeah. Yes is my answer. Yeah, a a, rot, a young Rottweiler with nothing but muscle on top of muscle. Yeah. Right. A Rottweiler wearing a wizard hat. That's Rokon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A Rottweiler dressed as Rokon. With a, with a merchant ship anchor chain around around his neck to walk him. One day. I, I think the characters that we've created art. are really going to lend themselves to cosplay before long. Yeah, I'd love to see a full cosplay of uh, of one of the characters. If anyone, if anyone does a cosplay, we'll publish it in, 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 the, in the book, in the back. Yeah, yeah 100%. 
Um, oh, what's her name? She did a good. She made the hat, didn't she? Yeah, she did, huh? She the red. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say red velvet. Man, yeah, she always she, goes above and beyond the Call of Duty. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She's crazy good at it, man. I was really, uh, I was taken aback by that because I hadn't seen any of her shows before that. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. She kept her head down the whole time as well. So, so you could see, see it, yeah. yeah. She's dedicated. we got to do that show again now that my internet's not shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone saw that episode, no. I, I had to have Dell. I had to tag team Dell in because my internet was really acting up that day. And considering, it was just not working. Considering how things were at the beginning, we proper clawed our way through this uh, Indiegogo campaign. I'm proud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. We had better, no pre-launch. No pre-launch. Shitty internet, and we still got funded in two months. This, you yeah. know, it was like a movie. Like everything going wrong, and still pulling it out. Yeah, everything fell into place. Yeah, we were already making plans for it not working out, weren't we? How we were gonna? Uh, well, you were. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not yeah, a bad always. idea. It's not a bad idea to have a plan B and to be ready for every contingency. But mm. but I never believed, maybe for a second, I'll be ben, honest, but I, I, always, I always believed we were going to make it, and we did. Yeah. We recently passed uh, 3,800 as well, we're, which means we're less than $200 away from our first stretch goal. So, uh, so let's uh, if let's <laughs> let's get there. Let's get the rest of the way because we Max and I have recently made some contacts and some plans for uh, and the next stretch goal, which I think will be really really fun. Uh, we're going we're going to make we're going to see about having figures made of of Rokon, little rubber mm-hmm. figures. So, yeah. If anyone's seen uh, uh, Aria Blackness's campaign, he had a figure drawn. So we've been in, in touch with him and in touch with with Graphite, who made the, the figures for him. And, and uh, yeah, uh, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to do the same thing. So first, we got to get those cards done. So we need two hundred more dollars, <coughs> and then we'll and then we'll get to work on the for the two metal on the, cards on the action figures. Yeah, we need two hundred dollars. And every backer, every physical backer gets two metal cards. That's a stick. We'll make it. We'll make it. Yeah. The thing always goes up bit by bit, and we still have a few months before uh, fulfillment. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> you're up at 152 backers now, too. I know yeah. it's quite it's quite a lot, isn't it? I didn't. I didn't. Um, somebody mentioned that the other day, and I was like, "Cross, we at 150." I thought it was only about 100. It's actually not a, a large sum of money considering how many backers it is because we made it so affordable. Yeah. But um, that's good, though, because – and this is something we've talked about, but just so just so everyone else is aware. We, we plan that on purpose because we, we think, especially for the first campaign, we want to get Rokan in as many hands and as many homes as possible and, and build a fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we deliberately made made this this book very affordable for that reason. Doris says uh, you got an instant fan in her today. Uh, oh, thanks, man. Oh, thanks, Doris. You're the coolest, Doris. Yeah, you're a legend, mate. Spotter. 
Right, lads, I'm going to have to make a move because my wife has just got home from work and it's time to have dinner. Cool. All right, Max. Uh, All right. I will see you uh, at uh, CrownCon. Yes. Yes, we will. Yeah. Thanks for having me on and I'll uh, I'll catch you again. Thanks, Max. See you later, lads. Bye, Max. I don't have a whole lot of time either, but I but I can hang out for a while longer if there's any yeah. any other questions you wanted to ask me. Yeah, we'll just we'll just push through here. We we went we went off and started talking about food and that's all right and movies and stuff. It makes it different than than the usual stream. So it was a good conversation. I'm glad we had it. Yeah. So here is one of the two pieces of art for the metallic card. Yeah. So basically the idea here is that we're going to do, we're going to see about doing two cards per issue to feature different characters. So basically just in order of appearance, the, the, the important characters. So this is, this is Rokan um, as a young man, as he, as he's, as he appears in issue one. Mm -hmm. And the other card is, uh, is Abadir, which is Rokan's father, the uh, more experienced uh, wise wizard and then for issue two, we'll do we'll do two other characters. Cool. And this art is just insane. Isn't it? It's the best. And you get a you get a badass Preston Acevedo cover. Yeah, man. I, I still can't believe we haven't sold that. The original art for it? Yeah, it's it's up there still. This image is crazy good. That's my favorite image at, uh, so far for the campaign. That that one's really cool. I think we'll use that as the cover to the the uh, like the uh, the omnibus uh, book one collection. Nice. Because it's got a lot of characters. It's got a few characters that are going to appear a few issues in. And the. Uh... The signed copy with a with a print poster. This is where you go to look to see who's done what image, so you can choose it for the uh, so you can choose the proper one for the uh, featured tier. Yeah, I know that the mechanic of how I set that up is a little bit confusing. As everybody who's worked with Indiegogo knows, you can't change that once it's once it's been backed. Mm -hmm. uh, I could like shadow them and repost them all. But I don't want to do that at this point. But um, yeah, I'll be more organized with the second campaign. That's all. But you can still figure it out. Yeah, it's A, B, C, D, four different print images that you can have. Digitals. Oh yeah, that the turtle in the sky is just the coloring on that is just amazing. Yeah, that one. That was one of. That was a. That was a piece that Max put a lot of his soul and effort into. That one sold right away when we put the original up as a tier. The uh, Max's uh, head soak original painting is uh, still that, available. That one's still available. Um, what do you think? Well, I think we're gonna put the the paintings for the for the playing cards up as tears as well. We haven't done that, but I think we should. 
Yeah, I'd I'd put anything uh anything to uh to add something else and that way when you when you add it uh as an update everybody will get an email on it and mm-hmm. people might be like, Oh yeah, I just got the book the last time. What else can I get? Yeah, we, we did that with the um with this brutal painting of Rokan with the decapitated head of an enemy and that ended up selling. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm confident when we do, we do the same thing with the, uh, with the playing card original art, it'll, it'll do the same. <coughs> yeah. And the, uh, Preston's original, uh, print painting and still original, available, which is the variant cover. $600 is, is pretty cheap, man. Maybe I should increase the price, then it would sell. Maybe people are wondering why it's so cheap, and that's why they don't buy it. <laughs> I still got to figure this game out as far as pricing. Yeah, it's it's all you know, it's all the game of uh, you know trial and error through everything, really. Right, right. It's a badass. <laughs> it's a badass painting too. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise that it hasn't sold yet. Maybe I should just keep it. I really like it. Yeah, I think we all like it. Uh, it's it's way out of my price range. I I, I have like a hundred dollars a month I can spend on stuff. So uh, <coughs> and you know it, does, it doesn't help that my electric bill with the AC is up to like two hundred bucks a month now. So, but uh, yeah, I mean it's a gorgeous piece. The thing it's funny is a lot of people back the variant cover tier, so a lot of people want the book with that cover. Mm-hmm. But uh, none of them, none of them has the the six hundred bucks. But I can't lower the price, man. That would be criminal. Oh yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Well, the 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 thing about them grabbing the uh, the Preston cover is they're getting the best of both worlds. They're getting Preston's cover. And all of Max's interiors. And Max's interiors, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's that, the idea. Yeah, yeah that that's a win-win right there. That's um, why that's why we like to use other artists for variant covers. You know, plus not for nothing, you can get you can get one of each for thirty-five bucks. So I mean, that's yeah. RJ calls that the 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 Rokon tier. Because Rokan is is both wizard and warrior, mm-hmm. so get one of each. He put it more eloquently, but you get the yeah. idea. Uh, and sadly, the Rokan coffee mugs only uh, shipped to Colombia. For now, for now, I'm gonna make sure. a bunch of them, take them to the states, and then for the second issue, we'll have Rokan coffee mugs for for everybody. I was figuring. Well, I'm only making them for Colombia because that's where the best coffee is. <laughs> it's because I it's because I, I spend a lot of time in Colombia and it's it's cheap to have things like that made. Mm. So that's why. Uh you you guys should look into uh getting a Rokon blend of coffee and then ship you know, find a way to ship the coffee and the mugs together. Hey, <laughs> you oh, know look. what? Well, I'm friend I'm actually friends. I'm actually friends with a guy that has his own line of coffee, so that's not that's not impossible. See, see that that would be cool. I I've looked at a couple of things like that. Uh, 
Valiant did it for uh, the new Shadow Man from Colin Bun from Colin Bun. Uh, they had a, they brought out like uh, two special uh, coffees, one for Shadow Man and one for Master Dark, which of course was the Master Dark roast. Uh, but because there was, you know, the coffee company wants to get their money and then some, and of course the the publisher wants you know a big chunk for licensing. So it turns out, you know, it, it costs you like $40 to get like six ounces of coffee. And I'm like, ah, no, uh, I get uh, I get the same size for like, you know, $3.95 over here. So I just Googled that and, the, and there's like a Shadow Man mug as well. So I guess they yeah. I guess they sold them together or something. Yeah, it, was like, it, it was like a pack. It was a packet. Everything was a la carte, but mm. you could get like package deals. They had a couple of different kinds of mugs and. I mean, it wouldn't really even be that hard. It would just be like collaborating with someone that makes coffee. By the way, I have someone in mind, and they would just you just design the uh, the package to 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 have an image of Rokan on it. It's pretty simple, actually, and that would go really well with the mugs that we already have. The mugs came out really well, by the way. The mugs look oh, yeah. not, they, they look fantastic. Cool. Yeah, here I'll show you. I'll show you real quick. Yeah, here was here was the first one we made the prototype uh came out really well i like the because it's got the all interior red mm -hmm. and the handle red that matches the the logo yeah and it looks like it's carved right into the cup so it's not it's actually um i forget the name of this material but it's like it's like um heat pressed on mm -hmm. so it doesn't come i mean you can wash it i've washed this a thousand times it doesn't come off but just for the sake of uh, transparency, it's not carved in. It's it's a, like an emboss on the top of it, mm -hmm. and and as is this, which came out really well, better than I expected to, to be honest. Yeah, that looks cool. So I like it because like I couldn't make up my mind if I wanted to put the 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 logo that says Rokon, you know. Cause like this is what's gonna be featured at the top of every issue, like mm -hmm. Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, Rokan. You know what I mean? The iconic uh, font, or the 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 yin yang symbol, which looks really cool. So I was like, well, I think there's room on the thing to do both. Yeah, one out. on one side, one on the other. It looks great, man. Yeah, it came out really well. I'm really happy with it, and I'm especially happy because the the cost to make these here in Colombia is. It's pretty low so um that that's good because then i can afford to um i think it's going to be aging cheaper to have a bunch of these made and then take them to the states than if i had them made in the states yeah and the uh the featured tier is only 45 dollars and you get the digital copy of rokan one the standard physical copy of the book the Preston Escovedo cover of the book, a signed print, and an original sketch by Max Hedstrom. So you basically get everything plus original Max Hedstrom art. So you get an original sketch, and it's it's just like a, it's just like a random sketch. He's got a bunch of sketches lined up for the for the piece, and he'll just sign them. Or is he doing specific uh, quick sketches for? Uh, 
this? It's both. Both. So it's it's got it's a, it's a bit of a of a random what you're gonna get, but um, I think that's part of the fun. It's it's a hodgepodge. You're still gonna get some original Max art. Yeah. Which is sorry, even even a sketch card is is worth a lot more than forty five dollars. The truth is, it is. Yeah. So like, this is the only time by the way, that these prices are going to be this low. For every issue moving forward, we, we're not going to let this stuff go this cheap. We're, we're, we're deliberately making very uh, accessible prices because we want, to, uh, we want to get our name out there. And get as many people on the book mm-hmm. as possible. Now, how many pages is the first book? Is it 52? No, the book's 27 pages. So we, we want to... We, like Max and I were ta- saying before, we've got story to last for a long time. So we're just going to serialize this as, as floppies and put them out issue by issue. Uh, and to get through the end of the entire story is going to take years. But we're just we're going to do it issue by issue. Thir- um, 30-page floppies. So it's 27 pages of story and um, three pages of fan art, cosplay, and things like that. So, um, so yeah, it's a 27-page story for issue one, and then issue two will be the same, issue three moving forward as, uh, as many as uh, either until one of us dies or until people stop buying them. <laughs> and are you going uh, to include uh... – Shay's uh, cosplay from when you guys were on her show in the back of the book too. I think we should. I, um, I think we should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk to her about sending us a proper picture in that cosplay if she still has it. That would be cool. And if anyone else does a cosplay of any Rokon character and sends it to us, we'll definitely feature it. Well, Zaris put you up to 153 backers, and you are now at 38.22. Thanks, Zaris. You're the coolest. So, you know, I'm definitely going to keep sharing this out. Uh, you guys are going to be uh, on with uh, Pops and I for uh, for CromCon. You guys are coming out the first time for CromCon. Uh, and we'll have we'll have even more eyes. And we've got we've got a bunch of indie giveaways. And I have I have a secret giveaway from a, a company that doesn't know I'm CG. And they're not a CG friendly company, but we're getting shit from them to give away. So that's awesome. <laughs> Serves them right. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna flip out afterwards, but and if they don't come through with it, I'll I'll fill the hole with uh, some of my own stuff, and uh, then <laughs> then they will be the center of everybody's stream. So did you hear what so and so did? That kind of stuff always pays off in the end, man. Yeah, it it always pays off. It's like it it's not like anything small press or uh, you know mainstream. If you still enjoy reading that, read it. But you know, I of course recommend indie books because if you're a if you're a collector for collector's sake and you're chasing down all these variant covers on short print books. There's no titles that are more short print than indie titles. That's actually true. That's a and, good point. You know, unless it's Cyberfrog, because 
I don't know, he's up to like 10 million copies or something now. And the thing is, like, late, later fans who come into this uh, and learn about Rokon after this campaign, uh, you'll still be, they'll also be able to read all of the story. We'll, we'll re release omnibus graphic novels. Uh, we might even re release the, the first issue if we run out of copies and there's still a demand for them, but we won't re release variant covers. So there's only going to be, you got to get them on this campaign if, the, if you're going to get them. Yeah, and the best way to get everything is just hit that. You know, you can you can buy one. You can get the as RJ named it the Rokan tier. The Rokan tier, which is thirty five dollars, and you get one of each cover. Or for ten bucks more, you get a uh, an original sketch by 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 Max. You get everything. You'd be crazy not to do that. You get a signed print of your choice. You get a. you get a sketch from Max. Uh, you get everything for like forty five dollars. On that note, Will, I gotta get going. Hey, thanks a lot for well, having me for, on, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, we will see you uh, next yeah. weekend. At I'll Crom see Con. you in Cromcom, man. Everybody Have a good back one. This book. Thanks a lot, everyone, for tuning in, and thank you, Doris, for for sharing. I really appreciate that. We'll catch you soon. Later. Bye.